Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Inside LBUSD, the Laguna Beach Unified School District podcast. For this final, final podcast episode of 2021, I swear I mean it this time, we get one last health and safety update as we head into winter break. And now, Health Matters with Dr. Michael Keller and Nurse Kelly Schultz. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Health Matters Podcast. My name is Dr. Michael Keller. I'm Nurse Kelly Schultz. And we welcome you again to this episode being recorded on December 16th, 2021. We are about to embark on our two-week vacation for the winter holidays. Students will be expected to be back on Tuesday, January 4th, 2022. The purpose of our podcast is to inform staff members, families, community members about the impact of COVID-19 on our local community, try to give really important, timely information on COVID-19 pandemic in general, and current health topics that are relevant to to our students and community. Uh, Nurse Kelly, as we open up every podcast, can you give us an update on the current trends of COVID-19 in Laguna Beach Unified? Yes. So as of today, we have one case at El Moro, one case at Thurston, one case at Laguna Beach High School. So that's three total in isolation, and we have 10 in home quarantine due to close contact. And Nurse Kelly, I know that you've been getting a lot of different information from county and local health professionals. And you recently attended an American Academy of Pediatrics webinar in late November. Can you share some information on those findings? Yeah, so that webinar featured um, Dr. Singh. She's the Medical Director of Infectious Disease Infection Protection infection prevention and epidemiology at Chalk. So she shared with us that there has been a total 678 children admitted to Chalk related to COVID-19 infection since the beginning of the pandemic. 133 of those were admitted to the ICU, 545 non-ICU admissions, and 90 of these children were admitted for MISI. Uh, MISI is the inflammatory disease that can ha- sometimes happen related to COVID. Luckily, all of those children recovered well. Some usually um, had hospitalization under 30 days, most of them. She also did share an interesting fact as of today that COVID is now the eighth leading cause of death in children in the United States. And what were some of the important information around trying to improve prevention efforts with eligible individuals, their school-age youth? So Dr. Singh did say that she recommends that any eligible child that's 5 to 18 years old does get vaccinated, that their risk of developing any type of complications is far less getting vaccinated than without being vaccinated. Um, Also to continue to monitor your kids for any signs and symptoms, to keep them home if they are sick or not feeling well, and to be testing on a regular basis. We continue to collect optional vaccination information for eligible students, and to date, we have close to 600 students aged 12 to 18 who have submitted their vaccination information to the school district. County-level data is showing us that 68.8% of, of school-aged youth 12 to 17 in our, in our zip code, 92651, have completed full vaccination for COVID-19. So we'll continue to reach out to families for this optional submission of COVID and vaccination information. We're starting to get uh, students age five to 11 who have started the vaccination process. And uh, we're starting to receive that information and appreciate families submitting that. And in January and in and, and the outgoing months, we'll be continuing to remind families to submit that information. Right now that's fully optional. We anticipate that the California Department of Public Health We'll be making explicit rules around mandating vaccinations for all students in public and private schools. 
when the vaccines become fully authorized by the Food and Drug Administration. So no new information on that front now. We continue to accept optional vaccine information, and we'll share information as soon as new updates or rules become available. Okay, Nurse Kelly, as we close up the year and start to look ahead to 2022, what are some of your big reflections for the year or thoughts or appreciations that you have for, for 2021? So looking back at at this year, it's been it's been a crazy year. But I I do want to say that I'm I'm humbled to see how much as a community we've all come together and um, just the kindness that has come through such a stressful and um, tumultuous time and uh, seeing all of you. Um, be so sweet and so kind and the messages that you have sent to me personally just to take the time to say something really nice when you really are probably busy in your own life it really means a lot just those quick little meanings just to say thank you and um, I really appreciate that and I'm thankful to this community for coming together to help us in these um, times that we're in to help make this crazy contact tracing and protocols. Um, I just am so thankful for all of you. Um, Looking forward to 2022, I'm hoping that the phone calls will be less and less. And um, if we do have to continue with this, I I appreciate your continued support. And I'm definitely looking forward to a couple of weeks of relaxation. So how about you? Well, my big reflections for 2021 are that I, too, am so appreciative of the, just the teamwork that our district has been able to put in place and, and work collaboratively to try to identify all the priorities around keeping students safe and in school, keeping staff members safe and at work. And I am just so thankful that uh, we've had an opportunity to learn so much. I also am reflecting on that, uh, you know, this has been a really challenging time and so many people are dealing with many personal issues and lots of stress around not only their own self-care, but the care of their children. And we continue to want to be there for students and families and provide whatever supports either directly or provide connections to supports within our community. So we'll continue to do that work and prioritize that work going forward. In 2022, I um, hopefully we'll be talking more about in, endemic nature of the virus, and so we'll be uh, that might be an opening for us starting in January. But we are looking right now at some that's a spike in across the country and across the globe uh, with COVID-19. But I think more and more we can look forward to focusing on other really important health topics other than COVID-19. So look forward to that in the coming months. Yeah, that would be wonderful. You know, making this podcast has been really enjoyable, and uh, I know we're, ta- we're talking about really heavy topics a lot of the time, but um, we want to really find ways to reach out to our community and, and make connections. And so hopefully this is an opportunity for people to learn a little bit more, uh, hear about what exactly we're doing with, with uh, healthcare and service provision in, in the school district. I would like to thank our whole nursing services team, Nurse Pam, Nurse Kelly, all of our health clerks. Our administrators, teachers, and staff really make a difference in, in supporting all students. And, and it has not been easy, uh, but we look forward to it becoming just a normal part of the routine so we can have students be successful and safe in school. I hope you have a great holiday vacation. I look forward to seeing you back here in January 2022. Have a great afternoon. Bye. Happy holidays, everybody. Thank you for listening to episode 10 of Inside LBUSD. If you have any podcast questions or suggestions, we encourage you to visit lbusd.org slash podcast and let us know your thoughts. Happy holidays to everyone. We hope you have a wonderful break 
Please stay safe and healthy, and we look forward to seeing everyone again in January.